stood up on his hind legs and waved to me. Really? No shit, right? And this was this was this had to have been his first year on his own because it was a small bear. Right. You know, so uh, he waved to me, and then that was it. I never seen him again. Huh? Dude, he, re- he went into hibernation for the, the winter. You dude know? rode out like Ghost Rider, and he said, yeah. he said goodbye. Yeah, he's a like, peace out, bro. <laughs> The healthiest podcast in the world. I got my co-host with me, David. What's up, everybody? We're back for another episode. That's right. That's right. We got another exciting episode. You know, um, a lot's been going on. So, uh, oh, first, I want to apologize for last week. We didn't cover mental illness. I think I talked about it a little bit, but I just want to say again, there was a lot going on. So there was, it was just a lot. All right. So we didn't, we didn't have everything prepared ahead of time. So we're back to the normal schedule. Just like I said, we got everything prepared, everything ready to go. So we got a we got a good episode, a lot of structure, which we all need. So, uh, how are you feeling, David? I'm feeling good, man. I mean, today I'm feeling good specifically. It's yeah. been a pretty rough week. Been sick a little bit here and there this week. You know, don't really know why, but you know, you gotta deal with it and move on. Yeah. You know. So, but uh, yeah, it was a rough week for work. I didn't work much, you know, because I was sick. So plus we haven't had much work there overall. Yeah. So yeah, no, just another plain week. Normal shit. We're here. Yeah. So I'm just fine. I'm just happy that the weather's finally clearing up. Fine. I mean, kind of. Yeah. It's been a little rainy. Yeah, but it's been nice. Right. I finally took my long underwear off at work. You know, I've been wearing long underwear every day since uh, you know November of last year. You know, so I finally was sweating at work, and I was like, it's time for him to come off. Okay. It's a good feeling. You know. Damn, you talking like you took so you free ball to work for the day? No, no, oh, no, okay. No, no. I, I got regular underwear on under that, you know, but yeah, so I appreciate that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, yeah. This weather's been kind of uh, kind of nice, not my favorite, I would say, but yeah. uh, it's getting there. I want to get working on this camper, so yeah, yeah, we'll do it. I told you, I want to do a camping trip this summer. Well, uh, not a trip, just a day, right. Right, I mean, and it it could be two days, you know, if you want to, or well, we so. got a baby, and you and people used to live out in the wilderness. Why, you know, you'll True. you'll live two days. True. So, and plus, like, if we get this camper fixed, okay. it, it won't even just be real camping. We'll have a bed and all that shit, and you'll have a place to sit down and eat your meal and not outside. Fair. And Fair. so, it, you, you'll survive two days. Yeah, you'll yeah. survive. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but. Hey, there aren't very many bears in Illinois. Why we're fine? <laughs> Dude, I had a friend as a bear, bro. Uh, I don't know if I've ever shared this story, so I'll tell it. Wait, here. we talking about Bear Man, the friend, or no? A literal bear, a real life bear, was my friend. What? Yeah, bro. So when I was living in Minnesota, uh, are you doing stories. peyote again? What? No, no. Uh, and so you know, we we worked early in the fucking morning. And so, and the sun comes up really early over there. Mm-hmm. And so it was probably like, you know, I was getting, I think we, at this time we were actually starting to work at six o'clock in the morning. So it wasn't super early. So when I was getting up, the sun was just coming up. It was like 530. I was right. going out, starting my car. It's still cold outside. Um, or it's just getting cold. It's just becoming fall. Right. And uh, every morning when I go outside, there was a bear. So our neighbors across the street, they would feed all the animals, the deer and the birds and all that stuff. And every morning, that bear would go to their house and take the food. Mm-hmm. And every morning, I would see him. And then 
uh, one morning in particular, every morning I would see him and I would stand. Like we would, it was the same spot, same time every single day <laughs> of my life. I lived super structured, right? Right. So same time every day, right? And I would see him in the same spot and we would make the same eye contact <laughs> every single day, right? And every day when I would see him, I would wave him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know, and then by, on, I didn't know this at the time, but it would be the last day. He stood up on his hind legs and waved to me. Really? No shit, right? And this was this was this had to have been his first year on his own because it was a small bear. Right. You know, so uh, he waved to me, and then that was it. I never seen him again. Huh, dude. He, ri- he went into hibernation for the, the winter. You dude know? rode out like Ghost Rider, and he was yeah. saying goodbye. Yeah, he's like, peace out, bro. <laughs> and dude, it, it was it went out for a month, like at least a month. Yeah, you just saw him every day. At, at least a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I had something similar happen, but I didn't see it every single day like that. One day when uh, I was like nine. Uh, like I would well no I had to be younger I was still like car seat size yeah you know so like I had to be probably be like seven maybe six okay. <clears throat> we're leaving the house in sandwich, and uh we're pulling out and there's a possum running in the snow along to the left uh-huh. and I was like mom possum whatever she looks at it and I she uh I look over at it it looks over at the car and I wave and it gets up on its hind legs oh, yeah yeah and waves yeah and my even mom was like oh my god. Oh my God! And she called. Uh, she called literally Papa in the house and was like, "A possum just waved to David outside." You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, like it catches you so off guard. Yeah. You know, to see something like that, it's 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 crazy, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Like how uh, like used to like wild animals have gotten around humans. Like it's it sucks because they shouldn't have to, but it's also cool that it's happened. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I mean. It's not necessarily a bad thing when you live among each other. It's, right. you know, it's it's a bad thing when one person tries to live over another. Exactly, yeah. You know, 100%. so so I, I think that's where, but also I feel like a lot of these neighborhood uh, animals don't get their prey in a way, but overall they live among us. You know, people aren't going out and hunting squirrels every single day because they want to eat squirrels. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I mean, they're annoying and they're... There's some kids that don't know us we were those kids <laughs> yeah hey but yeah. dude see the thing is we were we were infested yeah like dude we had a, we had oh we had an abundance living around our house and stuff like that you know same thing with bunnies yeah. you know so like it was we we uh we were tired of them getting into our stuff and um one thing specifically was uh our swing remember yeah. that they used to rip the fuzz out of the swing and drag it all over the yard and stuff like that and bring it up to the nests yeah and they yeah. ruined uh our swing our forget not like a. It was like a three-person... Yeah, so like a porch swing. Right, right. You know? And it was a relatively nice one. It had like the nice thick foam right. uh, padding, you mm-hmm. know? But the squirrels were ripping the insides out and using them for their nest. And it just got to the point where like even the neighbors were saying stuff about how destructive the squirrels were feeling. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we took care of it. And we ate good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, what what's uh, three things you're grateful for? Three things I'm grateful for. Um, socks. Okay. Dude, uh, I don't know what it is. I'm a sock person. Like, um, I could just like go outside and walk around in socks. Like it's weird, but like uh, I'm a like I feel like the toe shoes would be perfect. I just don't know how to feel about them. Yeah. You know, yeah. like. Uh, That's funny. But yeah, no socks all the way. The way. Uh, like I can't wear them when I sleep. You know, or anything like that. I gotta have the feeling of like my blanket and stuff on my feet. But like. Yeah. Overall, socks. Yeah, I'm grateful for socks. Dude, it's I am too, but it's funny how fast socks turn on you. Like as soon as they get wet, 
It's the worst it's thing. It's the worst thing in the world. Like, you step in a little tiny puddle and, like, a little bit of your sock gets wet. That's it. That'll ruin my day, bro. That will ruin my day. 100%. Or you step in a puddle and it soaks through your shoe over time. So where yeah, your feet yeah, yeah, just yeah. get moist and yeah, then, like, pruned up. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can feel, like, the moisture between your toes when you walk all day. Yeah, or, like, you move your toes and you feel them and yeah, they're, like, yeah. pruned and shit. And you're like, yeah. oh. That's, oh, that's fucking worse. Yeah. But another thing I'm grateful for, um, I'm grateful for, hmm, I'm, I don't even know, like, one thing I'm, hmm, no, no. Yeah, what's one thing you're not grateful for? I was gonna say, one thing I'm not grateful for is fucking train horns. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. obviously we have the train track going right through our backyard, and, yeah. and then also at that haunted house a few years ago, dude, that shit literally stunned oh. me. That shit literally stunned me that day yeah. at that haunted house. Yeah. Like it literally put me out of my shit. I was like, oh my god. I I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Like we go into that room yeah. in that haunted house, and end, right? yeah, it was just like a little room. It had like a little desk on the end, and it was like strobing. Yeah. And they fucking set off the train horn in the yeah. room. Yeah. And dude, that you know how loud those are. Yeah. Uh, uh, obviously, you lived at the house, you know. So like, overall, like dude, train horn. You're able to supposed to be. You're supposed to be able to hear them for like half a mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you're right. setting them off in an enclosed room that's probably padded because you don't want to be hearing everything else that's going on next to it. Yeah. You know, so and all the noise is trapped. Either. Yeah. I remember when it happened, dude. I literally, I was like stunned. I yeah. was like, "Oh my, oh my god," yeah. you know, like yeah. yeah. And then that's why I was so like mad the rest of the walk. Yeah, you know, I was like, "It's it's cool." And so I could do like a truck horn, semi horn, right. you know, like a yeah. train horn can deafen you. Yeah, 100%. so but hey, you know, it's part of the thing. It scares people. Yeah, but it, uh, it worked. It did its job, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. One thing I'm, another thing I'm grateful for is daydreaming, yeah. you know, uh, well, and it, it's, it's a form of daydreaming, right? Where you're like at work when you get into your flow and you just start thinking about shit yeah. and you're just doing your job or whatever. And then you're just in that flow and you just think for like 30, 45 minutes and you're like, damn. Yeah. And then you look up and then you see all the parts done and then you look at the clock. Yeah. 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 So, and then you're like, oh, I clicked something. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for daydreaming. They're like workflow daydream of it it helps time go by very fast and i enjoy thinking so that's it's useful nice oh yeah but yeah all right what about you why yeah so one thing i'm grateful for is pizza because you can never fucking go wrong with pizza dude <laughs> I, was, I was literally just eating a pizza downstairs yeah 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 look at that yeah full circle frozen pizza yeah. specifically jack's pizza baby that shit's so good Old cr- Jack's Pizza used to be good. You a thin crust guy? No. No? And that's what makes me so mad, is I'm not a thin crust guy. Like, yeah. we used to get these... I went on this whole rant with mom, and I told her to stop buying these specific kind of pizzas. Uh-huh. Because uh, they were called... I- I'm, I'm going to call them out right here. Okay. The Mama Cece's Pizza from Aldi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they used to have the best, thickest, four-meat pizza, bro. They had ham, fucking sausage, pepperoni... And all that shit, and you could buy it as a frozen pizza. Yeah, dude, yeah. And like the thru- the crust was thick, and yeah. it was like it was it was solid where it wasn't flopped, and then like, but it was still soft. Right. You know, had that little bit of crunch, but it was still soft. Right. And they changed all the recipe to original thin crust. Uh, 
And they took away, and now they don't have four meat. They just have meat lovers, where it's just pepperoni and fucking sausage. They don't have the ham or nothing. And it, it, it really made me mad. I was like, you should stop buying these, but she hasn't. So yeah, That's really upsetting. It is. They it, sold out, bro. They sold out. They sold out. They pulled the Jax, because Jax is all thin crust now, too. They don't have the... Yeah, I like that, though. But I, I've always gotten thin crust from Jax. Not me. That's... Uh, I don't know what it is, man. It's just not enough. Like you just—it's like biting into a tortilla chip yeah. when you eat pizza, and I don't like that. That's what I like. You know, like or even like sloppy joes when people put chips in their sloppy joes. That's me. It's yeah. I, I was I was calling you out. I yeah. was saying that. Uh, I'm that guy. Yeah, I know. It's to me, it's weird. I was like, yeah. I I don't like that crunch when there isn't supposed to be crunch. Yeah. You know, like if it's supposed to be there, good. You know, like uh, fucking Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell. Yeah. You yeah. you bite into it, it has that tortilla in there. You get that crunch. That's fine. That's my shit right there. But uh, yeah. Oh, actually, I stole your order. That's my main order now. Yeah. Yeah. The no tomato extra beef. I don't blame you. It's a, it's a solid, and it, like that fills you up. The fucking that fills me up now. Yeah. Yeah. Just the crunch wrap, so I don't yeah. have to get anything else. I just can get nice. that in a drink. Hell you yeah. know. So like, it's a solid meal. So that's one. Um, another thing is combat sports, dude. I I get so invested, <laughs> so invested. I know, dude. I know. And uh, I don't know. I just love it, dude. I just love it. Is is he fighting soon? No. Yeah, they were hoping because like July fifth or some shit is like International Fight Day, mm-hmm. and so like the UFC always has like a really big promotion on that day. Right. So he was gonna he was trying to like fight then, but there's nothing been said about it. So we don't know. We Still could be set, but yeah, because it's only two months. This ain't just how long her camp is. Eight weeks, yeah. So we'll see. And then uh, the third thing is uh, we got a cat. Her name's Luna, and I'm grateful for her. She's awesome. She, uh, she did get diarrhea and shit on the floor, and that made us upset. And but shit happens. happens. She was not feeling good. So. Shit happens. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, another thing that I'm grateful for, this is number four, is fucking Elden Ring. <laughs> I've been I've been having so much fucking fun with that. Like, uh, we bought it when it first came out, and I played it, played it a bunch. But with everything that's been going on, I haven't had time. But due to the technical difficulties that we've been having, opened up some time in my schedule, and I've gotten to play. Right. And, dude, I've been having so much fun these last two days, dude. Dying all the time and shit. And uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. no. Uh-huh. Couldn't be me. I die in a game. I'm like, oh, uninstall. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, see, I don't have a problem doing that with a game. If I find a game not enjoyable in the first, like, ten minutes, oh, uninstall. Yeah. Yeah, I did that with Extraction. I'm sorry, like, it, that game is it's not that fun to me. Well, I, I, so... If it was, like, VR, I would very much play it. Yeah. Like, it crouch around and shit and whatever, and but, like, oh, yeah, yeah, Rainbow yeah. Six, to me, overall, isn't that fun. And when you make that, just that three-person PvE... To me, that's no different than the game, you know, like, like concept-wise. Yeah. So, like, overall, it, it just isn't that fun to me. Yeah. That's fair. So. Yeah. But. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say now. But you, got any other, you got any other games like that that you've been playing? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So, what I was going to say was is that um, I play different games for different reasons, right? So, I typically have, like, three games in rotation. And then, and it's for like these reasons, right? If I want a game, so if I have all the energy in the world and I'm in a good spot, like mentally sad, just woken up, mm-hmm. you know, I could play a game like Elden Ring that typically is going to make you mad and angry and upset, right? So that so that's when I would play a game like Elden Ring. So then I have games that I play 
that are just like mindless that are just a little bit stimulating and they're just are fun. Okay. And then it's kind of like you just go and kill and you just do whatever, you know. So that would be like Gears of War five. Okay. You know, it doesn't take much brain power. You just shoot and have fun. Right. You know. So then, so those are the games I typically will play during the week, just as a stress reliever. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I if I got the time for it. So and then I finally uh, my third type of game is uh, the co- my competitive games. So and then so I only play those when when I uh, so I'll play them when I am angry to relieve stress. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that that backfires and just makes me more mad. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I, I just got to pick and choose when I play certain games. You know no, no, I'm the same way, though, because, like, um, I have a hard time just, like, well, especially when we were just doing audio only for the podcast, uh-huh. just sitting there and talking without having anything to do with my hands, you know? Uh-huh. Like, I would have to find something to do in the background while doing the podcast. Uh-huh. Like, I would have to sit there and I would play, like, Skate 3 or something just on the controller while talking, you know? Because I have to do something while talking. Yeah. I can't just talk to nothing. Because, well, I'm not talking, but there's nothing in front of me. You know, I can't visualize it. So, yeah. like, I would play, like, Skate 3 or something in the background, something that doesn't take any brain power. Something you just flick the stick around, you, yeah. you're messing around. Or I was playing pinball the one day. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, so, like, uh, but overall, I'm, like, the same way. Like, uh, if I'm, like, feeling good in the morning or whatever, I'll hop on Overwatch because that's, like, my competitive game, you know, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I have energy. But if I'm just, like, oh, it's 7.30, I don't have anything to do for the next hour and a half, and I... Till I go to bed. I'll just play Dead Rising 2. You know, where you just run around, you kill zombies, and you do some missions. Yeah. You know, you just, it's as simple as that. And, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm the same way with games. But oh, overall, I feel like FPS games, first person shooters, yeah. they've just been lacking recently. Like, they yeah. haven't been nearly as good as they used to be. And, yeah. like, they're trying to push too much. Like, uh, I hate how they push uh items have like it literally you know like fortnite skins are almost considered nfts yeah yeah you know like i i hate that shit it does nothing to your game yeah. but you want them to pay money for them yeah you know and you have real no way of earning them in the game yeah other yeah. than like that, the, that's what i have the problem like if you want to if you want them to have it make the give them a way to or make it a hard challenge yeah, yeah. you know or something like if it's an ultimate skin but like overall you can't, I, I, well, you can, but I don't think you should be having people paying for stuff, especially children, Yeah, because, like I said, they have no control. They'll see, oh, I want that, I want that, I want that. Yeah. Go steal their parents' credit card and right. they go buy it. They have no impulse control. And uh, to, for, that, for it to do nothing, you right. know, in your game, it makes you look a little different. Yep. You know, or you can do a different dance move. You know, yeah, 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 dude, come on, bro. Don't you want to hit the wall? But dude, I'm my bad. I know, I know, like it, uh, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Damn. no, I, I think that's wrong in a way. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, but also the fact of you, if you were able to buy something and it would make you better or give you an upgrade, I feel like it's also wrong. Yeah. You know, pay to win. Yeah. 100%. But also, but it's not wrong to give them that as uh, what's the word for it? Uh, when you give someone a uh, reward, you know, like if you reach prestige master level thousand, right? You know, if you get a maxed out certain kind of gun for M4, you know, yeah, not everyone's gonna have it, but you put the work in, you deserve right. to have that reward. You know, yeah. you went through a thousand levels on top of ten prestiges. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, and that's like the thing is like all these creators of games, it's like they're afraid to put like too hard of challenges in. Like if you 
you know, like, Call of Duty is famous for, like, diamond skins, diamond camos, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, if they put, like, a diamond skin in for, like, 100,000 kills, that sounds like a lot. But when they, when somebody play oh a game for two three years and you're getting thirty kills a game right you're gonna hit that fucking number I was gonna you say know what like I'm like put that in and then instead of charging somebody ten dollars for that skin you know what I'm saying and it, dude and because another thing and this is like what I've been running into is like every game has level caps and like, it's like why do you, why are you gonna limit how much I can play your game. Like, yeah, if for you, the creator, why would you want to do that to me? Right. If I want to continue playing your game, why should I not be rewarded for that? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, that's a good point. That's a good point. See, the way I look at it, though, with, like, um, Black Ops 2 and, like, NW, they always did it right. Headshots. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, like it's it's a skillful manner, right? But it's also not impossible, exactly. You know, and, and you everybody can do it, exactly. And you have to get like five thousand of them or some shit right. to get uh, a gold camo overall, because you yeah. have to get like fifty and then another hundred on top of for the next right. one, another two hundred on top for the, yeah. you know. So it adds up to mm -hmm. a shit ton of headshots. Yeah. But it did it right, and it, you felt rewarded exactly. once you got it, bro. If you exactly. had that diamond camo on your gun, right. you were. And you were the final kill cam, right, uh, dude? Every oh my god, yo, yeah, hey, yeah, you yeah. know, like you know, you know life this shit, you yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it was rewarding, but yeah. now it's now the fact that you can just buy all the skins and stuff, and they really don't give you any like special specialty to them. Yeah, you know, it's it, there's no reward. You know, why why would you want that? I think it's wrong for you to ask people to pay for that. Yeah, hundred percent. So, but uh, yeah, that's that that's how I feel about games. I think mo uh, I think most games are. Taking steps in the wrong kind of direction. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited to talk about this. So, oh, yeah. Um, to you, what is, like, a rite of passage into manhood for you? Like, what, what like, if someone says that, like, what comes to you? Comes a to rite you? of passage? Yeah, into manhood. I feel like it's the most I do, like losing losing your virginity. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like that's, it, that's one, yeah. Or even even into womanhood or manhood, you know, yeah. like it's it's I think that's a good the step. yeah, like that's when you were considered in a, a a man. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Really? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good answer. I didn't even think about that. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, no, but like if you're talking like man, like your first real street fight. I think that, you know, if you were uh, yeah, like that, that too. Uh, I think that's um, like yeah. when you get into your first real street fight and yeah. whether if you win or lose, it's the fact you got into yeah, one, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, it's the fact you had that experience, this you know, really good. it is, that's, that's one of my favorite. It's, yeah. but I'm not a big fan of fruity, but it's, yeah, it's really nice. Good. But yeah, no, like, uh, I, I don't know. There's, there's a few, but overall, you know, I feel like the overall biggest manhood look is yeah. the virginity thing. It's a very simple way to think about it. Or yeah. even if you well, if you really think about it, though, getting a 40-hour job. Yeah. I think that's how you looked at it. If you work part-time, what yeah. are you, fucking not doing shit when you're right. sitting at home? What, yeah. you know, not doing nothing? Yeah. See, but see, that's more of the avenue I was looking at. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But those are two very good ones. Yeah, like your first free fight and then uh, losing your virginity. Those are good answers. So, like, have you, do you feel like you've gotten your rite of passage from dad? Actually, yes. Yeah. As of recently, yes. You want to talk about it? Um. Well, yeah, because mine was more. It wasn't anything to do with like sex or nothing. Uh, it wasn't anything personal. It was more of, uh, he gave me something 
and I could tell that when he gave it to me, he meant it. Yeah, you know, yeah, like so that, that, that was that moment. Yeah, that was like okay, you're a man now. Yeah, because um, he gave me his motorcycle. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, to me that was huge. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's huge. huge. Yeah. You know, because dad can't ride anymore because of his back. Ah, okay, okay. So, but when he told me, he was like, "You've been the only one to hold a job down in this house for more than a year." Well, and it's like. I've switched jobs and stuff, but yeah. I've always consistently had a job. I haven't gone more than a week without work in the last since I was seventeen. Right. You know. Yeah. So, uh, it was he was like, "You've held a job down consistently, so I want to give you something. I know that you'll be able to make the insurance payments and stuff when you've completely take it over and put right. in your name and stuff like that." So I was like, in that moment, I was like, "Okay, I feel like he's he he see uh, he's I, I, he sees uh, the the man." Yeah. yeah you yeah. know. And what, yeah. but uh, I feel like mom really saw well when she saw like, I don't know it, when she saw my work ethic at Wrigley. Yeah, that was for mom. You know, like it really surprised her the way I was requested in three different departments. Right. You know, and then literally like Maria was coming up and like, oh, I love how your son works and all that. It's like the same thing. Yeah. You know, I feel like at that point she was like, okay, yeah. you know, like it's they're not just kids not doing shit no more. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I feel like that was. Yeah. Yeah. You want to hear mine? Yeah. So. Uh, no. No. <laughs> yeah. No. So my my rite of passage for my father was I was like I was thinking I was fifteen, and don't ask me why, but this is just how we did things. Mm-hmm. Me and my dad we would play bloody knuckles together. Like once a week we would get together and we just fuck each other's hands up, right? And this went on for a very long time. Like months and months and months, right? Like at least at least a year, mm-hmm. right? But y'all with real bloody knuckles, right? Where yeah. it's the down. Yeah, it's not yeah. like you don't punch. Yeah, we would fuck each other up. Yeah, dude. like because well, well, because there's two well, ways of playing. Fuck me up, yeah. But, yeah, there's two ways of playing bloody knuckles. Yeah. Like people, they will punch. Yeah, and yes, that is you're hitting your knuckles, but not you're just punching each other's yeah. fists. If you really want to play bloody knuckles right. and only hit your knuckles, you come from an angle. Yeah, you come straight down and you just and skin. knuckle. Your Knuck- knuckles on each other. Yeah. And it just tears away your skin. Yeah. Right? And so my dad, we would just do that, right? And then I would always lose. Every yeah. single time, I would lose. Right? Until the one day it happened. I fucking did it, dude. I beat him, and everything changed after that. Yeah. Every, everything fucking changed after that. For Not, not for great, you know, mm-hmm. but... Uh, yeah, we were just playing, and it was the first hit, Yeah, and it was just a perfect shot. Yeah, you know where you saying? just catch him, like, right in between. Right or, in the or, knuckles, right straight onto the fucking muscle, just, and just, and yeah, you're, and you're, you're just for like, real. You're just like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I hurt him for real, and I hit, and he let me go first, which is also a rarity. Yeah. You know, and so I fucking hit him, and boom, and he's, oh, he's freaking out, and he got, you know, mad, and yeah. or whatever, you know, and, uh, yeah, that was it. That was my moment. You know, <laughs> that's great. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. I think that's funny. Mm-hmm. I think that's, <laughs> that's see. Uh, I haven't had too much experience with bloody knuckles, but I have played it. Yeah. You know, and uh, we did it. I did it at work. Actually, where I work at now with one of my friends, yeah. and he fucking did that to me the first try, dude. Yeah. Caught me off guard. Yeah. And I was, I said, I told him, I was like, we used to play like bloody knuckles or Indian bird or whatever yeah. when we were kids or stuff like that. And he was yeah. like, oh, you want to play? I was like, fuck it, you know, like, yeah. I was like, I probably have a more experience, right, right, and I'd right. let him go first, boom, because I told him, I, I told him, like, I play like this, yeah. I go straight down, I hit knuckle on knuckle, right. he's like, okay, 
boom, hits me perfect. Right, like, yeah. like where your hand stings yeah. and you feel the nerve, like yeah. shoot down your arm. You're like, yeah. fuck. I was like, all right. I, I was like, you win. Uh, after he's like, he's like, you good? I was like, yeah. You just like shake your hand off yeah, for a yeah, minute. Yeah. 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 I was like, damn, damn. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I've had I've had a few run-ins with buddy knuckles. Yeah. So what else? What else do you think is like a a, a passage of manhood? I think that um, yeah, lose your virginity. That's a great one. I feel like idealistically riding a motorcycle. When yeah. people look at her, they're like, that's a, that's a, yeah. They, when people like look at them, they're like, that's a man. Yeah. You know, like yeah. when they're, especially if it's like a, a, like a chopper bike or whatever, it's a big ass bike. When people look at, they're like, okay, like that's, that's a man right there. You know? Yeah, that's true. Like if I, Smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Well, I used to think that that was the coolest thing in the world. Dude, it's like, overall, I feel like, well, nicotine addiction is, uh, idea, well, not idealized among the uh, younger generation. But like this, it's you, romanticized. Yeah, like 100%. I don't know, like just that. Dude, I don't know. It's uh, it's weird, right? Because like everybody of my age does it, right? Yeah. And uh, I don't. It's I, glorified yeah. in a way. You know, like you're cool if you hit that. You know, you can hit this and hit a O. Like, yeah. Like you know, that yeah. shoots tricks out of your mouth. It's cool, right? Yeah. But like, this don't affect other people. You know, yeah. the smoke's there for two seconds after, and it usually smells good. Yeah. And the, what the thing with cigarettes is it affects other people negatively. It smells bad. You know, yeah. like, it creates discoloration in your house if you smoke it in your house. It gets your walls dirty, the tar yeah. and shit like that, you know. You and give other people cancer. Right, and we, I don't know if there's enough research yet on vapes that, to where they do that yet, yeah. but it's the fact of it, it, it doesn't right away. And cigarettes will do that after a few days, Yeah. you know. And I feel like that's uh, that's cancer. Yeah, that's the, from the secondhand smoke, yeah. the, the lung cancer. That that's yeah, but uh, I feel like that the cigarette thing is like it affects other people, you know, and that's what I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna switch it up a little bit. So before this episode, we did a little bit of manifesting. We put together a, a vision board. Right. Yeah, and so this was the first time I ever done a vision board. Mm-hmm. You too. Well, I've done them like high, in like school and stuff to where like it, it's it's exactly that like where like you have the four circles and then like you just what you want you yeah. just write them in the circle or whatever. But yeah. I never like kept track of them or nothing. Never. Yeah. But yeah, it's like the first official vision board that I've done. Yeah. But yeah. So while we're on the topic of manifesting and because we kind of uh been do this is kind of what our day has been centered around so far, so. I think we should continue that streak and to verbally manifest our future guests that we want on the show. So you can have anyone that you want, uh, as long as they're alive, obviously. Like, mm-hmm. who are some ideal people? Uh, if we're just going off the top of my head, mm-hmm. so a Midnight Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. Yeah, the the DJ. Yeah. Um, I don't know, dude, his, just his personality and everything, he's a nerd. You yeah. know, like, he, he streams Elden Ring in his screen time. Yeah. You know, like, it's, he's a down-to-earth person. Like, his music, I, I, I don't know what it is. It's just so simple but hard. You know, like, and if I, I looked at it as if I were to DJ, this would be the dude who inspired me. Yeah. You know, like, it, it, I, w- I wouldn't base mine after him, but right. I, I would, when I would think of this music, he is the number one thought that comes to my head. Yeah. You know, like, I didn't even know about him uh, more than a year ago. You okay. know, and this is the guy who does like the Rick and Morty stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah, who does like all the uh, he does anime remixes and stuff like that, and yeah. it's extremely heavy. 
EDM, Midnight Tyrannosaurus, check him out. Your uh, dude goes hard as shit. It's insane. He just played out here in Chicago. It was awesome. But, uh, yeah, no, that's one dude I would want for sure. He's a really interesting dude. And, like, he's a he's a, he's a healthier-sized dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, to me, that's what's so impressive about, like, what he does is, like, when he gets up there on stage with his energy, yeah. dude, the entire set, he's going to his beat. He's up there. Bow, 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 yeah. you know, like yeah. just going hard with it the entire time. And to me, that's impressive because for an hour, like at the end of his set, we're drained, right, you know, right, right. and he's still up there going hard as shit to yeah. his music and everything. And it's like, dude, oh my God, I've been to two of his shows. Uh-huh. I saw, I saw him for an hour and a half down in uh, Colorado for the new year for yeah. de- uh, Decadence 21. Yeah. Uh, it was insane. One of the best sets I've ever seen. And uh, I just saw him two and a half weeks ago at Concord Music Hall in Chicago. And dude, at, at the end of both ones, we wa- I walked out of there and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like my neck hurt and yeah. everything, and that because you know it's a head it's a head uh, headbang kind of uh, right. show. You right. know, it's extremely heavy. Like doom, 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 dude. Like it just uh, and it is insane. But yeah, no, that that's a dude I would want to interview for sure, just because okay. everything he's seen, he's been doing this for 10 years oh, really? you know yeah he's like to me he's on excision level yeah. of dj and you know who that is yeah, yeah. but uh overall like he's just been doing this for so long he's just so good at what he does and he loves his music yeah. you know like half of his songs are four to seven minutes long nice you know and that to me shows i always that, appreciate that yeah like for uh if you like were really just to put all of his songs on a playlist i guarantee it would be 400 hours long yeah like it, it would it would be fucking forever and it's just like to me that shows you how much passion they have the fact they're just able to go there and put those kind of beats together for and that's just and that's edited after right. you know that's not to not the 10 minutes they had in there and like this isn't good you know like this doesn't mix well with that right. and then they chop it up and there's still seven minutes of good quality left right. you know right. to right. me that shows the passion and what he does yeah 100 so, but yeah, no, it's Midnight Tyrannosaurus for sure. Fuck yeah. But what about you? I said you just want one. That's the one guest. What? I mean, I, I, I don't know if, well, I don't know if we were going more than one, but that's, yeah. I, I, okay. Um, you want the whole call sheet, bro. The whole call sheet? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would love to interview, well, this kind of goes along the same thing with yours, but Logan Paul. Yeah. You know, like, uh, he's gone, uh, his redemption story uh, is at first I didn't see it yeah. the same way you did, right. but uh, I see I've I've seen it the last few years. Is yeah. the comeback and maturity difference, you know, for someone to come back that hard and do so much good and, and do so much with their life after yeah. literally hitting the worst po- point in their life. Yeah, you know, it's inspiration. It literally, and uh, I would love just to. Everyone knows his story or whatever. Right. But it's different to hear it in person, yeah. and you know each, and they tell it a different way to each person, you know. So I would love to hear his version told yeah. to us. But yeah. yeah, yeah. But you want to do like three, sure. three people. Sure. The last one for sure would be uh, that. Uh, this one I think would kind of be a stretch, but that mushroom dude uh, we were just we just saw yeah. Paul something. No, we. Hundred percent, you possibly made that happen. Yeah. yeah um, I feel like out of everybody, he's the most realistic. Well, yeah, yeah, but uh, 
I don't know, just his, I would love to learn about his studies and have him t- just like, because obviously I don't know about the chemicals and all that stuff yeah. and all that, that. But when, when someone knows what they're talking about and talks about it, it makes sense. Right. You know, and like when we just watched that video, he was talking about all this acid and or like these acids that are in it and whatever. Right. And like when you don't know, you're like, what? Right. But the way he's talking about it, yeah. you, you feel like it makes sense. Yeah. yeah you know, so like, I don't know. It's like weird, but just like those study on psychedelic drugs. I want to talk to someone who really knows what they're talking about and not just some oh, I've done it this many times, it's this good, right, you know, right, like, because right. they know how, like, uh, I was telling you earlier, they know how it's going to react with your brain before they even take it, you know, there's a certain amount of chemical within each mushroom, uh, not a certain amount, but there's a certain chemical within each mushroom, and they know how it reacts with the brain, right, yeah. you know, and some of them, like, he was talking about, uh, create, like, a lot more saliva-induced uh, trips, right. you know, where there's a lot more saliva buildup in your mouth and stuff like that, yeah. so... Overall, just hearing uh, be, hearing that or having the opportunity to hear someone talk about those kind of psychedelics and know what they're talking about would be yeah. insane. Yeah, I agree. That'd be cool. Yeah. But what about you? What are your three? Dude, my, my list is long, bro. My list is so long. Top three. Um, at, at this moment, it probably, I have to interview Hobson, dude. Oh, shit. To, There's so many questions. So many questions. Mm-hmm. And every time he does a new like podcast, I get so excited because I'm like, maybe this is the one, right? Mm-hmm. And no, nobody yeah. ever fucking talks about it. Um, what talks about what? I want to talk about Ill Mind Eight, bro. I want to know all about it. Oh. I want to know what the fuck happened with them and Dizzy Ride and Jerry Benton and all that. I want to know all about it. Dude. Mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna say nine. Why? With his ex girlfriend and stuff in Australia and all that, like what? Yeah, yeah, 100%. like like but, but he's put out about that. Has he? Yeah, yeah. And and it's the it's the traditional story, you know what I'm saying? Right. Just like a rapper who was young and reckless had a baby, and now the girl wants the money. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And uh, so, you know, we heard that story. Right. I want to hear the other one because like it's crazy because he started that label, mm-hmm. Hobson did. Yeah. You know, and so to have what he built ripped out from underneath him, and now he's building a new label again. Yeah. You know, it's like that's the story I want to hear. Hell yeah. You know. Nobody ever asks him about it? No. Really? No, yeah. Because I think that was one of his biggest songs. Dude, yeah. And it, and it, it goes well, hard. Seven, or so five is the biggest. And yeah, then for seven, sure. And then this is the one about God. Yeah. Yeah. But I know, I, I just feel like eight is like one of the most hype songs he has. You yeah. know, like it'll get you, hey, 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 you know. And what's crazy is it's so hype, but it's just, it's a diss track. It literally, and it's like, he's just literally yelling at someone yeah. the entire time. Yeah. But it still just goes so hard and yeah. it's so good. And there's so much to it, bro. There's like lyrics I want to ask him about, you mm-hmm. know, like the, some of the things that he said in the past, you know what I'm saying? And right. like ask him if he's still like, you know, because he has that remix with my son uh, and... Because uh, uh, Hobson, he has a lyric in one of his songs. He says, like, a real N-word uh, handles, handles his business, stays out, of, stays out of jail, and keeps focused. Right. Right? And then the, that That's person... That's five. Yeah. And then um, th- that person does the remix, and then Hobson's in the video, and he's, like, uh, you know, he, like, quotes all of his words back to him and has a bunch of stuff to say. He's, like, you don't understand. Like, obviously, you're not in this life. Right. So I'm, like... And then after that, he stopped saying things like that. Yeah. In six, seven, eight, nine, he never says anything like that again. Right. So I want to hear about that and how much that affected his life and his career. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, seeing shit it, like that. Yeah, seeing it know? from the other perspective. Right. And, you know? like, 
these are only questions that real fans would ask. Right. You know, like these people that are interviewing them, they're just, you know, an hour or two of research and then doing the interview. Right. You know, we have years of experience. Listening to his you music, know? you know, we know every one of like Nocturnal Rainbow, Sag yeah, My Pants, right. you know, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's one. NF's another one. Another one of these guys is the same. The, the main thing with NF is he doesn't do interviews. You know, he, he has two interviews out. Really? Yeah, and they were from his first album, and he's, he just put out his fourth. Oh, shit. So, he, like, I would love to fucking interview him, mm-hmm. you know? Especially because I know that he has a lot of the same mental illnesses I do. Right. You know? So, I would be interested in doing that. So, I would say, right now, Hobson, Logan Paul, and uh, NF would be my number three. But the list goes on. I mean, dude, I want Joe Rogan. I want, you know, Dave Batista. I'd love to interview the Undertaker, dude. You see, no, I, I, exactly in my head to me, I, the first I thought was the Rock. Yeah, like just yeah, a second exactly. ago. Anybody, bro. Like Jack that, Harlow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to interview. Uh, like I would love fucking for Jelly Roll to come on. And, dude, like, that'd imagine be imagine if we can get him to perform for us. Like set it up so he can do a live performance for us. Like how MGK did for exactly. Paul. You know all that shit, dude. I want it all. Uh, there's and then there's so many more like. Uh, you know, you you know some of the plans that I have for the future for the podcast. Right. So it's like there's other people like you know Freddie Wong and Ted Nivison. If mm-hmm. you guys are listening, I'm coming for you. <laughs> so and the, 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 what's what, what's also crazy is like, um, I, I when I like watch YouTube and shit, like I see so much potential, mm-hmm. so many people who are doing so many good things like with their talents. Right. But they just. The, they just don't have all the equipment to produce to the highest their highest quality. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I want to like form a fucking team of like YouTubers, bro, and then make crazy shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. You know, so dude, and there's so, yeah, there's so much, bro. There's so much. So, but we we got a uh, you know about the midway point through every episode, we like to cover our new mental illness every week. Right. So why don't we get into that, David? Hell yeah. So, um. Yeah. Right there. All right. So. This week's mental illness we're going to cover is addiction. Okay, so obviously we all know that this is something that I've struggled with in the past. And, um, you know, it's just, I just want to dive a little bit deeper into the uh, into it on the scientific side of things, you know. So addiction. So the, uh, Google's definition of this is uh, the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or activity. And then they're like reference sentence is he committed the theft to finance his drug addiction and that's really all that google has that's again not great that we've gone over this every fucking time now at this point you know so uh yeah that's that yeah no that's okay that's not very great explanation at all because that's not at all so i obviously did some more research and i got another definition Mm -hmm. you know and so this definition is uh from a website called Merriam, M E R R I A M, and then obviously under uh, addiction. So what they have is for definition is this: a compulsive, chronic, physiological or psychological need for a habit-forming substance, behavior or activity having harmful physical, psychological or social effects and typically causing well-defined symptoms such as anxiety, irritability, tremors, or nausea upon withdrawal or abstinence. And then it says, like, this is the state of being addicted. Okay, that's a lot better. Yeah. That is a lot better. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, 
because it's not just drugs that people can be addicted to. 100%. You know, like that's, yeah, no, there's a lot more uh, that, and a lot of people don't even take into consideration. You yeah. know, like, 100%. I saw one story. This, I was, this, that, I, like, you see these Snapchat stories or whatever, and you're like, oh, whatever, it's going to be some bullshit drama or CNN, TMZ, whatever on Snapchat. Do you know? Right. You know, uh, Kim Kardashian got out of her car, you right, know, yeah. like, and I click on it. And it was a story about this dude who was addicted to steroid cream for eczema. Yeah. You know, and he had to stop using it after ten years. And Jesus, yeah. and it was it was it it was it wasn't it was rough to watch for him. Yeah. You know, because he still is dealing with the after effects till today. And yeah. he's been off it for like three months. He said, "Yeah, you know, and uh, his skin peels, you know, and like oh, it just his skin is literally addicted to it." Yeah, like oh. the steroid and the cream, you know. So Jesus like it's Christ. flaking. His arms are all flaking. His legs and everything yeah. are all just flaking. Like yeah, like it literally looks like he like uh I don't I don't want to be rude or not, but it looks like you know like he w- uh was set on fire, you yeah. know, and his skin was just like peeling off. Right. Like, but it's not like that bad. But it's just like crusty, you know, like, like, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But it, it was just like, wow, you know, it's it, and it's a cream to help your skin stay yeah. moisturized, yeah. you know, and like you, a lot of people don't take <clears throat> into consideration that you can be addicted to literally anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or like a big thing, too, that a lot of people don't realize and get addicted to is like uh, a sleep aids, the nighttime ones you buy over the shelf. Melatonin. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, uh, melatonin is a big one because yeah. people just they'll get the gummies. Yep. they'll just take them to go to bed and, and then after three weeks of taking them to, and then you can't go to sleep without them well dude now they have the cbd infused um melatonin gummies right they have spray now yeah, yeah but just melatonin you just spray it around your bed when you go to bed and you just oh, breathe it in oh yeah like in, some aromatherapy shit we yeah. do that we do that yeah yeah but uh like it, but it's crazy you know and uh it, it doesn't even have to necessarily even be all that you know people uh one thing i struggled with was eating you know, that's a, that's a, yeah, 100%. that's a, that's a rough one. You know, like when you eat, you're, you're in that safe space, you know, like you're, you're active, you know, like, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but when you, you feel safe when you're eating, you know, and that's one big thing that I struggled with, yeah. but, you know, just, and then whenever you're not doing anything, you just want to eat, you know, yeah. because you got that sanctuary, you got that safety of just, yeah. you know, and it's stimulating. Yeah. You know, and it tastes good, you yeah. know, like, and it's, it's a good thing, but yeah. like, Overall, that's it's not a, well. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it doing it too much is a bad thing. You yeah. know, people get stuck in that safe space, and then they're eating. I was eating five, six solid meals a day. You yeah. know, I was eating once every three and a half hours, every three hours. You know, yeah. and every day it would get less. I would get hungrier and hungrier. Right. You know, so like it's that's a that's a big one too is yeah. eating. That's a lot of food. Yeah, you know, and that's what like I don't know. But that's why just cutting back on eating so much every day helped me lose so much weight. Yeah. You know, like I, I only eat two or th- uh, maybe two or three solid meals a day and I just snack throughout the day on oranges or whatever, bowl, you know, ch- chips and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so but like, yeah, no, eating is one big addiction that a lot of now it's a lot more uh, like recognized. But overall, like I just like eating overall is overlooked as so. Um, is like a habit forming thing to do. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. And it's like, um, yeah, you know, I always say like back when I was in like rehab and shit, I always say I was blessed that I was never uh, an alcoholic. 
mm-hmm. because well for one if like if I had something that was that easily available I would be fucking dead but um but because of how accepted it is right like people come home from work every day and they have five or six beers and they're a regular person right now that's an alcoholic mm-hmm. right but it's so it's, it's socially accepted that hey, my husband comes home and he has a few beers every day right well your husband is an addict you know is an alcoholic but it's just like it's so accepted that people don't even see that as an issue right because right. There's, there's worse people right. look at it as you know he could be doing that right you or know because he's still getting in his car and driving he's still functioning right he, he doesn't have an issue like no he's very much so still sick he's, mm-hmm. he's a sick man walking around you know what i'm saying and so uh yeah yeah so addiction takes form in so many different uh different forms gluttony i mean it's mortal sin right one of the seven sins gluttony right right and so it you can find it anywhere, anywhere. Literally, you know. So, but we have some, uh, we have some symptoms, some traits, some traits of being an addict. Okay, so uh, one of them is a strong inclination to do, use, or indulge in something repeatedly. And so, I, at first, when I read that the first time, I was kind of upset. I'm like, what? No. But then it's like, no, that is 100 percent true because you could be addicted to anything. Mm-hmm. You know, video games. Working out, eating, right. drive, like any, literally anything. Sex is a big one. Porn is another huge one, right? Yeah, now. yeah. Like our generation is struggling with porn addiction, and very um, much so. Um, so it could literally be anything, anything that you, uh, you know, caffeine pop is huge, huge. You know, we we drink a lot of that. So, yeah, literally anything. So another one is the feeling that you have to do the drug regular, daily, or even several times a day. I, that's obviously uh, traits of an addict having intense urges for the uh, drug that oh 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 having intense urges for drugs that block out any other thoughts and then so you know that's masking right you know you're trying to you know use substances to cover up right uh, another one is another uh, over time needing more of the drug to get the same effect so if you're doing something and you're expecting a certain uh, outcome every single time and you're not getting that, so then you have to do more to get that desired outcome, that's a trait of an addict. That That is a sign that you are addicted to that, right? Uh, another one is taking longer, long, uh, taking longer amounts of the... Oh, sorry, Jesus Christ. Taking larger amounts of the drug over a longer periods of time than you needed. So especially like if it's something like a pop, right, if you're pouring a glass and let's say it's a two liter and then, you know, the normal glass that you use is dirty so you grab a bigger glass because that's all that's left and then the, so you decide to fill up the, the whole entire glass, right, you know, and then you're, you're trying to justify that in your head. Oh, it's just today because my glass is dirty. You know, that, that is a sign of an addict. That's a sign that you're addicted to something, you know. So a couple. So we're just gonna we're gonna like power through, through these last ones. All right. So uh, making certain that you maintain a supply of that drug. That's pretty straightforward. Spending money on the drug even though you can't afford it. Not meeting obligations and work responsibilities or cutting back on social or recreational activities because of the drug use. That's huge. That's typically one of the first traits that you'll start to see if someone um, is just starting to get involved, especially like in you know chemical dependency. You know, they'll start withdrawing from everybody, you know. Um, Continuing to use the drug even though you know it's caused problems in your life or causing physical or psychological harm, 
yeah, that's just not caring about yourself and just the drug more. Doing things to get the drug that you normally wouldn't do, such as stealing. Yeah, that's a huge, huge one. Um, spending a good deal of time getting the drug, using the drug, or recovering from the effects of the drug. Uh, failing in your attempts to stop using the drug. Uh, experiencing withdrawal symptoms when you attempt to stop taking the drug. Mm-hmm. All right, you did miss one. Driving or doing other risky activities when you're under the influence of the drug. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's a big one. Yeah, a lot of people huge. don't take into consideration even just uh you know, you you right. So I look at it like 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 with me. When I go over to my friend's house, they're always all drinking and stuff, but I drive there, you know, and a lot of times I don't ever plan on staying the night. You know, so in my head, I know that I cannot drink. Mm-hmm. You know, and but they're all oh, just have one. Just have one, have may, have maybe two. You know, like, and I'm talking about, like, there'll be, like, C-grams or whatever, right. you know, but I don't drink, right. you know, so those one, two C-grams are going to give me a lot more drunk than most other people, or even just, like, a little tipsy, you know, only, uh, just because I don't drink, right. you know, and so, like, under the influence of literally anything, it is wrong to drive under. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And if any, if, if anybody listening knows or has anyone that struggles with addiction in their family or if you do yourself i'm sure you identify with almost all of these you know and so yeah all right let's just move on oh okay yeah yeah so my works out of page is uh i already said that um miriam webster uh dictionary.com for addiction yep uh also some a lot of the symptoms or the traits came from a male clinic and then obviously addiction. Yeah, maleclinic.org and then Google for the addiction uh, definition. Yeah. And stuff like that. All right. All right. All right. That's going to bring us up to the, the end of the episode, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, every every week we like to declare out loud something that we want to do to improve ourselves, to, to keep, you know, building ourselves up as a human, continue to get better. Mm-hmm. So this week, I'm thinking that what I want to do is I just want to get a little more physical. Like, put in, because I work a manual labor job, so I get physical exercise five days a week. Right. But that's forced, right? I have to do that, mm-hmm. right? And so I want to do something a little more active. Right. That I want to do, you know? Something that I can get, you know, passionately behind mm-hmm. and do. So I think that's what I want to get a little more active. Okay. So. For me, it's um. Oh wait! Oh, I want to drink more water. My my biggest thing is uh, I think a lot of my migraines had to do with dehydration last week. Yeah. Um, and that's on me. Uh, I, I'm addicted to caffeine. Uh, I'm a soda person. You yeah. know, like I would much rather drink any other thing but water. But water. You know, like I'll literally any. I don't know what it is. Like, and if I drink water, it has to be ice cold. Yeah. You know, like, it can't be a lukewarm water, and it, to me, it's gross. Yeah. You know, so, like, but uh, overall, I would say, yeah, no, I don't want to drink more water every week. At least drink uh, two bottles a day, you know, type of thing, because I'll, I'll go two or three days without having any water specifically. Yeah. You know, and I think that's not good. Yeah. So. No, that's not good at all. Not at all. Yeah. But, you know, that, that's my weekly affirmation. Fuck yeah. All right, guys. I think that's going to round us up, round it up. You know, follow us on Twitter, TikTok, 
uh, Instagram, leave a review, like, comment, subscribe, and uh, yeah, we love you guys. Drive safe, work safe, be safe. Love you guys. Peace, Peace. out.